Welcome everybody. Welcome to Talks with Tino today. We've got a another fantastic guest. You see, this is the thing. This is a theme now. I don't know if people have picked up on this, but every week we've got a fantastic guest. So I hope that they're appreciative of this. So this is your chance to shine. So Johnny, I want you to introduce yourself. Big voice, clear, loud. I want you to, to say what you're all about. And I want you to, yeah, just, just say something to the people. Listen, I'm here. My name is Johnny. Obviously, I, how can I say this? I've known Tino for a while. You've known me for a while, you have, yes. Yes, I've known him at his worst and his best. Absolutely, absolutely. That's going to have to be bleeped out, by the way, at his worst. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, but no, you have known me for a while, Johnny. And today, what we're going to discuss, me and you, Johnny, we're going to talk about communication and taking in information so Wonderful. I think a lot a lot of issues that a lot of people have is um, they feel like they're not listened to I think it's very important um, to feel that you're listened to I think sometimes it, it, it comes a long way it's like half the battle if you will um, especially when you've got a lot of issues and you've got a lot of problems um, it's, it's not nice telling people that you've got issues and problems because you become vulnerable but what's worse is then opening up to people and telling them you've got issues and problems and then them not listening because you think what was, what was the point of me telling you that why did you ask if you're not gonna listen that was so pointless so communication is so key like are you keeping in contact with the people that are closest to you are you listening to them when they talk are you like emotionally available um are you being honest with them a lot of this plays a part in just i suppose especially in this modern age mental health is a big thing so people are still trying to figure out what it is i suppose so listening is is a big part of that so I just want to talk to you, Johnny. Like, what, like, what? When I say that to you, like, what, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Or how do you even start that sentence? Um, yeah, when I think about human nature, one of the biggest things that we want is just to be listened to, because with listening comes that feeling of being understood. Yeah. And then obviously, when I relate it to myself, I think I want to be listened to, just because. I want to know if I'm being understood. Absolutely, absolutely, so, yeah. For example, I'm sure whether it's with your parents or your friends, you've had that situation where you tell them something, they either misinterpret it or they just they just don't really get what you said. Yeah. Um, I think the big thing that you said there is like whether it's with your parents or the reason I, I'm, I'm picking up on the parents thing is because people's... Uh, circumstances and situations at home are different that's one of the things that's big for me I think people take for granted maybe their position um, in society if you will they could be in a comfortable mm. position and, and they can get along with their friends everything sort of goes swimmingly everything's good everything goes well but it's, it, it's, it's difficult because other people then don't pick up or they see that their position is, is, is normal they feel it's normal they think it's normality they think that everybody else is his position is exactly the same. So I think that's an issue because um, you can you can say a problem to somebody, but they probably won't feel it how you might feel it or they'll re react in a different type of way. So it won't really, you won't, it won't really, not necessarily um, get through to them, but you may not get through as much as you'd like. Yeah. I've got yeah. some statistics here that I want you to sort of take in. So I've got a statistic here or... Uh, 
point here. And it states that research, research shows that the average person listens to um, only about 25% efficiency. So 25%, if you're speaking for 100 minutes, somebody's only listened to 25 of those minutes. That, that's an issue to me. That's an, I, I, don't, I don't know the neurological science behind the brain and how it functions and all this is. Do you know what I mean? I'm not a doctor, um, obviously, but that's that's an issue to me. Like, if people listen to, to 25, I mean, they do say, obviously, a large percentage of communication is obviously body language and things like that. It's actually not the words that come out now. But communication is so important as well in terms of verbal communication to obviously relay a message, a message in terms of trying to really put down exactly how someone feels um so a typical study points out that a lot of us spend 70 to 80 percent of our walking hours in some form of communication of that time we spend nine percent writing 16 percent reading 30 percent speaking and 45 percent mm-hmm. listening so it's a large percent listening but of that percent listening we're only listening 25 percent. so so it's just a bit crazy because this is the thing about mental health no one knows um, what it is. And by that, obviously, people know what mental health is, but they can't pinpoint things and they're still figuring out um, how it affects people differently and things like that, you know. Um, but of that, 25% of the information that you sort of say, um, on average, of course, uh, this doesn't apply to every single person, is actually being taken in. That's crazy. That's crazy. What that system is, is more efficiency in, in, in obviously delivering a message. Um, so you have to be more efficient and be more blunt. This is how I'm feeling. But the issue with that is sometimes if you're feeling, you know, let's say you're feeling depressed, I'm depressed because this has happened in my life. So it's, that's yeah. not easy to say. So that, I think that's a big barrier and that's an issue. And I, wanna, I want to normalise that. Do you know what I mean? I feel like if you've asked the question and you've asked me personally, for example, how I'm feeling and you want to know how mm-hmm. I'm feeling, either listen to how I'm feeling or don't ask me. Or because I feel like a lot of people ask in order to sort of give themselves that self-gratification that they've done what they felt that they should have done in order to be a good friend. Yeah. But it's not about that. Um, just that it's about obviously trying to, to help solve issues. So, you know, it's, it's, you're not expected to, to, to listen to every single, you know, issue and problem, one like that. So obviously I do exaggerate slightly when I say don't ask me, but what I really mean by that, to be specific, is be willing to sort of offer a lending ear to the extent that you can and be clear about how much of that ear you can extend so that, you know, you don't feel too burdened and at the same time you you help. So it's, it's a bit give and take I suppose in that scenario which obviously depending on someone's emotional state is diff- difficult but what would you say like in the experiences that you might might have had like feeling down you you would have approached that scenario or what, what are your experiences of sort of maybe like talking to someone if, if you're feeling down you know like communication and people listening to you well I think personally for me because I'm not really the type of person to open up like for me unless I'm talking to you, obviously I consider you my best friend. Unless yeah. I'm talking to people like you, I'm not really trying to open up. But even then, I find it quite difficult because you don't know if someone's going to judge you. You don't know if someone's going to look at you differently. Yeah. And also, you just don't know if you're going to get the right answers. 
And I think that's quite important. Like, it's not about making you feel better. It's about you getting the right answers, no matter how bad it can be. Like, yeah. obviously, I've been in some dark places and whatnot. So I know how it feels when you're not, you're not feeling that people are hearing you out. Absolutely, and yeah. Yeah, I think that's quite important. You just want to feel like you're listened to. But yeah. it's hard, especially if you don't know the person. Am I right? Absolutely, absolutely. Do you yeah. know what it is as well? I think, like, for me, being listened to, like, it adds, there's some value added to it. I feel, I, I feel, I feel like people care about people that listen to me. Do you know what I mean? I feel, I feel like the king. You need to man. recognize feel, it, yeah. That's why I feel like Henry VIII. I feel like, I feel like Henry VIII. <laughs> I feel like I can, I can do what I want. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Now, Henry VIII was a bad man. That was a bad man. Henry VIII did what he wanted. Like, I feel like Henry VIII, but when people actually sit there and take time to actually listen to me and actually value what's about to come out of my mouth, I think to myself, well, thank you. Thank you so much. I feel fantastic. And I feel like, I feel like for me, it's like, if it's not real and it's not authentic, you know, information taken, I just feel like, well, that's, that's it. it's all in my head then. Do you know what I mean? Like you haven't actually you exactly. haven't actually listened to me. The, the feeling is not real. And I hate that. I hate that. You know, I try to I try to to be um uh, as real as possible, if you will, for lack of use of a better word. And um, you know, I I want to feel like Henry VIII every day. I mean, obviously he, he you know, I know he murdered his wives. Um <laughs> I'm not trying to say <laughs> <laughs> I know Henry VIII is not a great example. Oh, but what I'm trying yeah. to say, I'm trying to feel like a king, okay? I'm trying to say, obviously, Henry VIII had a lot of power and just did what he wanted to do. I mean, that's what history tells us anyway. So I'm trying, I'm trying to have that feeling, you know, that self, self-love and self, you know, being able to, to be on top of the world feeling type of, type of vibe by, you know, being valued. And I think the relationships that you have are important because if you've got people willing to listen to you, that's great. That's amazing. You know, and you should you should also also feel in the position where um, you should be able to to tell them how you feel in order to sort of help yourself if you are in dark place. I think that's what I'm trying to normalize. I want that normal. I want that to be normal. I want everyone to go out and go to bashment and go to carnival. I want everyone to catch wines. I want everyone to catch wines together and tell each other how they feel. <laughs> Uh, this is this is my view of the world. Now, honestly, obviously, I'm making I'm making jokes here, but honestly, I, I want it to be normal. I want everyone to be on the train ride, you know, to, you know, to the London Underground, to Notting Hill Carnival. I want everyone to be, you know, off their melons, man. I want everyone to be to be to be to be intoxicated to the maximum, and everyone's like, oh man, I'm having a good time, you know. And they go, oh yeah, what about you, Jeff? Yeah, it's alright, it's alright, Tim. Yeah, it's not that great, mate. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not really feeling it today. I'm powering through. Oh no, bro. How do you feel? Like, do you want to talk about it? Because like, your health is more important than us going out and you know getting wasted. Just that that togetherness, that working together. I think just just kind of goes a long way, isn't it? You know, exactly. like, maybe not the best example, but yeah. Hopefully, I'm I've got my point across about you know communication and 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 taking in you know what what people's issues are. Yeah. No. 100% you know I think that um let's make a that is non-incriminating let's say for example let's say Leon if Leon okay. says to me oh Johnny you know what yeah free magnum is gonna sort you out differently do you know what do you know what, Johnny just just a quick point there 
I, I like where you're going with the story, but I feel like, listen, we might have a Leon list. Can we go with, with some classical names? Let's have a Henry VIII. So okay. Henry, Henry VIII says he wants a Magnum today. And okay. um, LeBron James, what did he say? what's his response to that? This is a fantasy island where Henry VIII and LeBron James are together. Just accept it, people, it's happening. Okay, we're not changing it for no one, it's happening. So <laughs> LeBron is there and Henry VIII is there. <laughs> What's yeah, happening? So, so Henry VIII has just offered LeBron James a Magnum. Of course. LeBron James has been And Magnum, sorry, I'm is an alcoholic beverage, by the way. For those of you who don't know, you can purchase it in your local boss man shop. Um, <laughs> it is £3.69, about 40% of alcohol. No, it's less than that. It's like 17, actually. No, quite 17, nice, yeah. 17% alcohol, quite nice tastes. You know, you can mix it in with usually Caribbean crush, taste the best. Please proceed. Yeah, or, or any alcohol of your choice, it gives you a good time. It gives you a good time. <laughs> but no, LeBron James says, yeah, do you know what, Henry VIII? I want a Magnum. Absolutely. And Henry VIII says, do you want two or three? LeBron James says, I want a carnival. Give me three Magnum. Naturally. And bef- before you know it, he's whining on the rooftops. Simple as that. Exactly. And problem solved. Then the morning after, you talk to him. Um, you listen to his problems. It's important to listen. If you have to write things down, you can. It's not um, It's not criminal or it's not too try hard to write down things that you no, can't it's remember. No, it's really not. No. But yeah, it's just so important. And I think as well, something that will encourage your friends to open up is just the fact where you put in the effort to be able to make them feel like you are actually their friend. I think that's so important. When we talk about friends, friends care for each other and friends listen to each other. Even if it's quite difficult, like your, well, I wouldn't say you, for example, but I have heard some hard things yeah. coming from my friends, friends that I've grown up with, friends that I know like the back of my hand and you kind of sit there and you almost feel guilty because you just think oh why wasn't I able to access that part of them before or why weren't they able to open up to me but in reality because of the generation we live in it's actually quite hard to open up especially in person I think what you find especially people with I on sorry people who are our age yeah we just find it quite of a science to open up. I completely agree. Do you want to think? I think mm. there's, there's that hint of, obviously, it's not normalised. Um, maybe that embarrassment, um, the persona, you know, that toxic masculinity type of behaviour. But, you know, it's not just, I don't think it's just a male issue. I don't know. I think it's just all genders. It affects all genders. Like, it's hard to tell someone how exactly you want to feel because, I suppose there's that aspect of not wanting to burden someone with your problems, but I think you indirectly burden someone with your issues, even if you don't open up, because they still have to be yeah. around you and be around your vibe. And mm. like I said a lot of communication is is by body language. If you're saying and you know you're looking all sad and your vibe is off and everyone's trying to get excited for something, it's just it's just not going to happen. It's just not working. It clearly you're not happy. Something's off. Talk about exactly. it. And obviously it's difficult because you just don't know how someone's going to feel, how someone's going to judge. And 
um, especially if those people close to you. You, want to, you don't want to be close to someone open up and then finding out that they don't agree with how you feel or what you said. And then now, let's say you, you obviously um, can't be with them anymore, like hang around with them because they've got different energy to yourself and things like that. Mm. Um, you know, I'm not advocating people to start, you know, breaking friendships or anything like that. I'm just saying, obviously, sometimes it's, it's <laughs> just, just to clarify, but I'm just saying sometimes it's hard to, to do that, but, but you know, to, to, to open up people close because of that fear, but I think that fear will only set you back. Um, everybody's always going to have an opinion. It's very easily done. Like Everyone says the same thing as well. To be fair, I know I just said it myself, but I hate that saying. Everyone's got, always going to have an opinion. It doesn't help and anything. Why did you say it? Do you know what I mean? It doesn't help. I know. Imagine I said it as well. <laughs> I think it's just a funny saying. Everyone's gonna have an opinion. I think people already know that. It's not. It's everyone having an opinion is not the issue. The issue is how they're gonna react to your opinion because it affects you at the end of the day. So I completely understand where people are coming from. But I think what people need to be telling people rather than oh everyone's gonna have an opinion is it's gonna be tough. But don't worry because you are also tough nothing bad lasts forever and regardless of whether you choose to or you don't choose mm-hmm. to you're always going to have to deal with tough situations that come in your life but the beauty of it is as you get on you you adapt naturally to all scenarios and you get tougher naturally whether it's a small amount or a large amount it's just the fact of life you get tougher that's just how it works i think if someone told me that a lot of my challenges, I would have, I would have done them a lot earlier because they were absolutely right. My challenges haven't got smaller. If anything, yeah. they got larger. So have I. Of course. So I just deal with them because you know I've, I've, I've learned to adjust. And I can, and it's very different for so many different people. It's different for everyone, but just knowing that helps so much, especially when you tell it how it is, not how you've read it in a book or seen it on an advert or seen it advertised somewhere or how you know your GP doesn't know you personally it's, it's not That's a generic issue, yeah it's not yeah, generic not generic approach yeah 100% it's, it's, in, it's individual it's person centered so yeah 100% I think that's it's an important part of understanding that, that that communication that willingness to open up and also the listening side of things as well would you say that on average people listen to you that's a good question to know <laughs> that's a very good question <laughs> Do people no, listen true. to me? Do people actually listen to that? Do they actually like? Are you actually listening to what I'm saying? That's what I wonder sometimes. Did you, did you actually listen to what I just said? Did you actually take that information? In? I had to take it. Opening in. up is not easy. So if I've just opened up to you and you've asked me what's wrong and I've just told you, I'm frustrated because I'm like, well, you didn't, you didn't really listen to what I just said, did you? Yeah. So, so why do you ask me to? That's what I think. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like, well, why don't I want to open up now? Like, what for? You just honestly. It's true. It's true. Like, and you know when, um, for example, yeah, you say something, but someone immediately misquotes you. Say, for example, like I'll just use the classic, the classic parent situation. You say something mm. to your mom or dad, and they say, "Oh, so what you're saying is A B C," and you're just thinking, "But I said D E F." Exactly. How did you come to that conclusion? You how literally you, just said you, it to them just, yeah. two seconds ago, and they just twisted it, and you're thinking. I don't know what you've been smoking, but at the same time, I, I would I would like listen. some because obviously where it's taking you is 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 is, is, is cuckoo land. Exactly. You know what I mean? And you've got to think about it as well. At the time, your parents want to hear something else. 
and that is why they misquote you. Yeah. And that can also happen with your friends, your friends, your cousins, everyone, so your brothers, many people, literally. One thing I don't like is the, the comparisons that people sometimes um, make. Um, everybody assumes that they were, we're all from similar backgrounds and mm. everything works the same, but, you know, especially, well, I don't, I don't, it's not that I don't blame people, but I kind of understand where they're coming from. It's, it's hard to imagine that you can both be from a similar area, you know, let's say if you're both from middle class backgrounds and one person can have a very traumatic upbringing with, um, you know, I'm feeling low. So, but I come from a household where we don't talk about emotions. I can't tell that I need to see a therapist. Someone will think, what do you mean? Of course you can talk about that. Just dial this man up and just do it. Do you know what I mean? But they're seeing it from their perspective. They're seeing it from their perspective. They don't understand how hard that is for someone else to, to get that across. And it's there's no something, yeah, there's no empathy there. And it's just like, it's not because that person is being horrible. They just don't understand. And it's understandable why they don't understand. Because it's not talked about enough. One, um, this is like a taboo subject because it's always seen as deep. Oh, that's a bit deep still. That's off. That's a, it's heavy. Like I wasn't ready for that. But that's life, you know. Because being happy is a choice. You don't have to choose to be upset all the time. Things like this. Obviously, there's certain scenarios where you can't help because you know sometimes information is new to you and it's quite raw and it's brutal and, and, it, and it's sort of like overwhelming to to. Uh, what's it called to process at the time so you know it provides us with pain and feeling of anguish when we cry and so forth but the rest it's just it's just like we don't have to we don't have to we don't choose to be deep but life is deep so why do you choose to then associate someone's emotion with deepness like oh, that's a bit deep I wasn't ready for that love I don't think that's I don't think that's right I think just Nobody honestly yeah that. Yeah, honesty goes a long yeah. way just to say what you're willing to listen to, how much you're willing to help so that pe- that person knows where they are. And I think it was both ways and said that that person who's hurting obviously has also a duty, which obviously may not be easy or in some cases um, very extremely difficult depending on their, their, their mental health state. It's true to know, honestly. Like if I can maybe simplify your example, say I've just met you and we've been living on the planet for about, let's just say, 21 years we've met each other we've been living on the planet for 21 years yeah i've been getting dead trims all my life as in <laughs> let me and my hairline is looking like mount everest like oh my it's goodness. a real it's a real like representation of mount everest but you you've been living in this beautiful city every day you get a beautiful trim your hairline's doing up pythagoras theorem <laughs> As in, I can do maths on your hairline. That's how good it is. It's I got see so equilateral uh-huh. triangles and that. Just like exactly. Kind of shape exactly. Up. For those of you who don't understand, sorry, disclaimer: a um, equilateral triangle is a triangle where all sides are the same. So the reason that we use this terminology to describe a very shaped uh, haircut is usually to do with you know um, black African or black Caribbean men when they go to the barbers. <laughs> And after going to the barbers, they have what is called a shape up, which is enhances the hairline on the front um, and the sides of their head. And usually if you have what is called a very good barber, um, there's a song actually about how good a barber can be. It's called um, Cheat on, Don't Cheat on Your Barber, if I'm not mistaken. Do you yes. know the song? Yes, that's the song. Yes. So I'm sure you guys can find that on YouTube. Um, so you know, what we're trying to explain here is when someone has a uh, haircut that is um, sharp to that extent, 
we use the terminology, terminology Pythagoras theorem to reflect the sharpness of their trim um, and how good it is. When someone's trim is not quite to the Pythagoras theorem state, Mount Everest is usually the, uh, the, the use of term for the lack of perfection in the shaping of that trim. And we then refer to as an Everest trim. For the V-line hairline at the front of the forehead, it's quite wonky to which you no, so everyone, I just want people to look out for bad trims, okay? I'm trying to help. I'm trying to change the world here, okay? That's what I'm doing. No, no, no. Um, on a serious note, I know what you mean. I know what you're getting at. I know what you're getting at. Yeah, it's... And you, know, you know what I'm going to say, aren't you? Obviously, you'll come up to me and be like, oh my gosh, your hairline is finished. I would say something like that, obviously. Yeah. You know, if we're in the same level of banter, we understand each other, something I would say, of course, yes. If you had a bad trim, I would tell you that. Exactly, especially being the honest person that you are. Yes. And I would say to you that, well, this is my situation. I would say, for example, where I'm living or the quality of barbers in my area, I just can't get a good trim. And you'll be like, well... I don't understand it because all my life I've never known not to have a hairline that isn't able to calculate GCC maths, for example. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. And that is the, exactly the same for mental health. And it's it's sad in a way, but it's something that you need experience in to tackle because you can't read someone's head. You're not, you know, um X-Men. Yes. Yeah, you, you're not Magneto. You can't read people's minds and you can't get into their heads. That's so, Professor X, but I still I want... Um, it's both, can... though. It's both. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah, Listen, I think... No, we, yeah. I think, just, just to summarise the point, obviously, that we're, we're making here, um, I know that we've used hairlines as a way to... to, 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 define, <laughs> <laughs> to, to define mental health. <laughs> But that's, but it's, that's the, what we the do. Point is, if, we, yeah. if we we're just... referring, if we're referring to the topic of the conversation, it's about listening. Listening is not just opening your ears; it's about taking in information, relaying it, so that people can feel appreciated, understood, Absolutely. and then making sure that you talk to a person in a way whereby they feel like they've given you that information. And you can take that information for the future to be able to help them out. And that's Absolutely. the most important thing. Yeah. And it isn't just about the first time listening to them. It's about the consistency of maybe just being their person to talk to, or if necessary, doing things that can continue to help them be in a better headspace. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better yeah. myself. That is what it's about. Obviously, you know, we use humor as, as a way to sort of soften the blow but I think if it's a top hard topic to talk about then definitely we should soften the blow and make it easier to talk about I think the more we talk about it the more we normalize it hopefully the easier it becomes for people that do struggle to open up and, and, and feel you know that they can help themselves because they can help themselves I've really enjoyed this episode with you Johnny uh, before we finish off before we finish off I want to I want to I want to play a quick game with you no, I'm I want to play quick. I absolutely. This, this is what we're Lord help me. I want to. I want to. I want to play uh, a quick game with you. So I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you. You know, people with different trims. 
Um, and <laughs> what you have to do, you have to pick where you think the bedroom is. Um, and Listen, handy. Let's go. Okay, you ready? Okay, perfect. All right, so the first one, the first one. Fernandino or Phil Foden? Phil Foden. Phil Foden? Okay, Phil Foden yeah. it is. We've got Miley Cyrus or Ariana Grande. He's got the better trim. I'm sure the, the girls might like this one. I try to, maybe they don't like Miley Cyrus or but I'm just saying. Uh, Miley Cyrus has a similar trim to some of my boys, so Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And the next one is Will Smith or Michael B. Jordan. They've got very good shape-ups. Okay. They've got very good shape-ups. Oh, he's really... And Will Smith has got very good shape-ups. He's, he's 50. Oh, Tino, that's like choosing between... That's like choosing between oh, Nyama and Madura. For those that don't understand, um, Nyama is a traditional... If you listen to last week's episode of uh, Talks with Tina, we spoke about a full African. The nyama is a beef stew marinated with spices, uh, nice, soft texture. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just educating people. You know, we're, we're, this is how we connect, we're accepting each other's differences. Uh, on that note, Johnny, I'm glad I've had a bit of fun with you today. I'm glad that I've talked to you about, um, obviously, communication. I've talked to you about how well we listen as people and, and how we take in information, how we need to sort of open up ourselves up more, you know, to, to our friends and our families and, and, you know, just being positive is so important, especially with the sun coming out, you know, coming out of lockdown, it's been so difficult for everyone. So I want everyone to just, you know, if take anything from today, just take the fact that, you know, you are, you do matter, you are important. And if you feel down, don't be afraid to talk to someone about it because, um, and that's exactly. it. I mean, any last words to the people before we conclude our episode uh, of Talks with Tino this week? Well, I think that considering the topic of conversation, it's appropriate to say, if you're not already doing it, listen to Talks with Tino. Ah, I like what you did there. Yeah, yeah. I, like I just want to know, I didn't pay him to say this. He just said it himself, you know, this is, this is, this is, <laughs> <laughs> this is what I like to hear. Thank you so much. Now, on that note, thank you so much, Johnny, for coming on the show. Listen, everybody, I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. And if you're not, don't worry, it will get better. Um, and thank you so much for listening if you've tuned in. And as always, as we love to say on Talks with Tino, be kind to your mind. Goodbye, everybody.